Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's my favorite time of the year. And more specifically, my favorite week of the year. Because, Matt, Xbox, 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 Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. That's the episode. And that's to be honest, I'm mostly a PlayStation fanboy, but uh, I'm not really a fanboy of anything, if we're being honest. PC, mostly. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like we're pragmatic to a certain extent. We're fans yeah. of PC, and we skew towards PlayStation because they are not PC-friendly. So and we you skew- cover more bases if you get those two. Right, because I get the benefit of playing every Xbox game on PC now. Yep. So I have no reason to have an Xbox, but I do support Microsoft. That being said, I do think we are correct in being the most pragmatic uh, game news podcast recap there is. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Bar none. I generally pride myself on the ability to I pride be... myself as a man of faith. There's a deep drive to love. <laughs> <laughs> I pride myself on my ability to... Maintain an objective uh, mindset, but also have opinions on things. So, like, for example, I appreciate what Nintendo does, but I do not like Nintendo. (laughs) That's true. That is true. There is a Uh, great disdain for Nintendo things from Matt. Generally, but... I get, I get it for the most part, but but it's it's understood, it's respected, and, yeah. and it's able to be discussed where it's good, bad, whatever. But not my jam. Yeah, doesn't mean he's gonna play it. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is Gamers Two Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Do the reference for nobody to see. Yep. Peak. Ah, I got some things that might pique your interest. New releases, maybe. Believe it or not. Oh, my God. Like, number one, Resident Evil 2 for the PS5 and Series X. Or Resident Evil 3 for the PS5 and Series X. Or Resident Evil 7 for the PS5 and Series X. What the fuck? They skipped a couple. Let me just blow your mind real quick. Number four, Jurassic World Evolution 2 Dominion Biosyn Expansion. Whatever that means. Autonauts roll out, uh, you know, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number six, Neon White for the PC and Switch. I actually might check that out. All right. On PC or Switch? A PC. All right, PC. 
I'm I every time I watch it, I'm like, that seems like it would be a fun like just kind of do some stuff while I'm kind of doing like other you know like waiting for other things. I don't even know what it is. It's the game where you play as a demon from hell trying to kill enough to get into heaven. I think is the way they preface it. Okay. Speed run friendly, like. The whole thing is how fast can you finish a level, I believe. Mm. Or that's a large part of it. So, like, some of the levels are, you can do, like, 24 seconds. But a lot of the movement and stuff seems pretty cool. I really like watching it, so I'm, I've debated giving it a shot to, like, play it. And see if it if it catches me in the playing way. All right. Number seven, Overlord Escape from Nazarick for the PC and Switch. Number eight, Readout 2 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number nine, Starship Troopers, Terran Command for the PC. Are you doing your part, Matt? To become a citizen? That No, that's a, is that the rest of the line? No, I don't know. You not, I, I'm pretty sure it's Starship Troopers where the... Yeah, they do that whole thing where they're like, are you doing your part? And the the, the soldier turns, the, it's the quick... Yeah, it's like become a citizen. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm so. doing my part. It's just that moment. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number 10. <laughs> really weird. Weird meme tangent. No, you're meme. Uh, number 10, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge for the PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. A lot of people hyped for that one. I'm hyped. I've already played it with the first level. Oh, my God. Played it yesterday. And it, it just brought me back. That's fair. Brought me back to Saturday mornings and just booting up that SNES and playing Turtles in Time. Uh, number 11, Zoro the Chronicles, The Game. For the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. So if you ever wanted to uh, become Indigo Montoya. Right? No. Princess Bride. Yeah. Yeah. Same person. Uh, Are they the same actor? No, I don't think so. Who was Indigo Montoya? Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he also was in... uh... Later on in life, he was in. Uh, oh no, Criminal Minds. Is it, that was the one. Was that a TV Minds? show? Yeah, I think so. I think it was Criminal Minds. And then also, um, H- Homeland. I mean, Homeland is a show. Homeland. Yeah, it's. An HBO I'm not sure show. if that was Homeland. the name of it because I've been trying to watch the boys, so I can just think of Homelander. But <clears throat> um, if if Homelander was in Homeland, that's a different show. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is a very different show. Uh, what are you feeling? I'm feeling evens. Evens. All right, that works out nice. I haven't even looked at them. So, all right. So number one, it's gonna might be a long one because we got to go through a bunch of stuff. That's true. We are recording this. We recorded last time before Xbox and Bethesda had its thing, before Xbox did an extended showcase. We didn't even talk about Devolver last week. I don't think we're I don't think it's on there this week. No. But hey, Devolver had their typical twenty minute video. You should go watch it. I'm actually excited for every one of their games except for one. So you should watch it. Alright, number one, it's an Xbox week because they had a showcase. Uh Gorilla Collective. Future Game Show, the PC Gaming Show, and Capcom Showcase also happened. God, I forgot the PC Gaming Show happened. Um, I have a full... I found a lovely um, 
recap from GameIndustry.biz. Oh, hell yeah. And it's literally everything. Let's go, Game Industry. Here we go. So Is it by alphabetical order or is it by show? I believe I believe it's by date. So like the most recent stuff is first. Okay, so we'd be going from what's that, Capcom then? Yes. Um, I mean, yeah, go for it. It seems like the easiest way to do it. Just whatever, right. whatever so, show we think we're at and then go that way. Uh, Capcom Showcase. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak Demo. Uh, they showed off some fresh footage. Uh, looks like it'll be out June 14th. Let's see here. Same demo release. A demo is coming out June 14th. The game is coming out the 30th. So a demo is out now. Yes. Uh, Exo Primal Test is coming. Uh, there's a new trailer, and it's uh, some sort of co-op shooter, and it should be out. They're doing a network test soon, which is closed, unfortunately, and then it's launching in 2023. All right. Uh, this is going to be a little wonky. Actually, I mean, we could throw it in now. I think it's on the dock, but uh, Capcom talked about their Dragon's Dogma um, anniversary, 10th anniversary uh, digital event which was happening yesterday june 16th which is where they we found out about dragon's dogma 2 oh okay all right so a little bit of a precursor there but uh resident evil village is getting a dlc called shadows of rose which i believe is a series of like um i don't want to say short stories but i think they're like every level is like a little self-contained thing and you, one of them you play as uh, the girl, the woman there that everyone freaked out about. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't Lady remember. something. Uh, dim, uh, something. Dimish, oh, God, something. Lady D. Yep, Lady D with it's the like, double Ds. It's, it's oh, bigger than that. Uh, <laughs> Probably. It, it's D-I-E-M-E, no, I-T-R-S-C-H-U, Dimitri, something like that. Sounds good. Uh, we got, uh, we they showed some gameplay for Resident Evil 4 remake. Looked good. Looked up to the standards of their, of their previous remakes. Yeah. And that should be coming March 24th. And then there was uh, next-gen updates for the Resident Evil... Uh, remake, trio, and and seven. So, Resident Evil two remake, Resident Evil three remake, and then Resident Evil seven, um, which yeah. I think they're out now. It's the ones I rattled off earlier. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, next gen update on those. I know you zone out, but I don't. I didn't know if there were updates or releases or what. So. Yeah, it's, it's just that stuff. And that's it for Capcom. Simple show. Yeah, yeah, but everything we expected. I mean, I feel like not there's ex- a... not expected, but like it's it's what you'd expect out of a Capcom show, where both of us are kind of like, all right, that checks out. That feels like a Capcom show. Uh, next up is the big one, Xbox Bethesda Games Showcase. Probably because it's extended, because I believe PC was between the regular showcase and the extended showcase. That's my guess. Sure. Sounds good. But hey, whichever one we're on, go for it. Redfall gameplay was unveiled. It was. I mean, it's Left 4 Dead with vampires. Yeah. With some more abilities. It has uh, Left 4 Dead meets 
uh, Evolve vibes. If I mean, I know you, I think you played Evolve. I didn't, uh, but I saw a good amount of it. Okay, so there were a few of us that did play Evolve. Uh, one of our uh, mutuals that we used to work with was very into it. Uh, but they all had more hero powers, and you had like a kind of a building thing with that. And then it has obviously the Left for Dead by. Oh, there's a whatever that one was, and it's like, oh, it's got a sack on its back. I bet it bloats things or it booms. Maybe, maybe it's not a boomer, but you know, it's the whole thing. Apparently, it's exclusive to Xbox consoles. I don't know how if that's true or not. I think it's a console exclusive to say that it's exclusive to Xbox consoles, but that it'll also be on PC. Is my guess. Uh, it's supposed to come out sometime in 2023. Yeah, I think they're targeting spring. I think I think everything that says for the most part is coming out in twenty three is targeting spring because the Xbox thing was hey here's stuff you can play in the next twelve months. Um, do 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 do. Next up was Hollow Knight Silk Song, sequel to Hollow Knight. So again, they say twelve months, but they they didn't even put twenty three on their trailer. They didn't put a single date on their thing. But yeah. it's more Hollow Knight, which everybody wants. So, um. Game Pass on that one. Game Pass, Game Pass. I don't know if Redfall was a Game Pass one. Have you heard of our Lord and Savior Game Pass? There's a graphic that shows more about the the graphic I sent you guys. Uh, we got another uh, game from the Rick and Morty team, which is called High on Life. So the October twenty second, October twenty twenty two. That's what I meant to say. The first game was. Trover Saves the Universe. Yes. Which was a VR slash not VR game. You could play it in VR. You could also not play it in VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't play it, but I've, I watched it. I've watched it through a couple times now because it's one of like a fun one to watch play. And it is written exactly how you'd think it would be. Like it's a very funny writing, you know, simple gameplay. Yeah. Funny writing. This looks like a shooter action adventure first person with still that same writing funniness and joy and quips and everything so it will definitely draw attention and i think it will be entertaining to play um, bonus points if you like rick and morty for sure and i don't so i like the games i just don't like rick and morty uh Next up was the uh, Riot Microsoft partnership announcement, which I think that's huge. That's a big one. Uh, essentially, Riot is bringing a bunch of their games, uh, almost all of them, I think, to Game Pass. Yeah, they're bringing. I mean, all of them are free to play, but if you're subscribed to Game Pass, so they're bringing them. Yes, they're bringing them to Game Pass. They're all free to play anyway. But if you're subscribed to Game Pass, you get massive bonuses in all of them. Yeah, players can unlock all characters and agents across League of Legends, Wild Wild Rift, and Valorant. So, real as quick, well as uh, select little legends in team fight tactics and specific cards in Legends of Runeterra. Mm-hmm. League has something like a hundred and seventy champions. So, oh, oh, it's. Well, new players only get like whatever's free that week and then kind of whatever. Oh, they're part of a Game Pass bundle and they have all 170. That's ins- that's massive. 
I don't know what it costs in um I mean the Wild Rift parts huge too cuz I know there's a bunch of people that play on their phones do you not have them uh but the the Valorant one oh hey we have the biggest CS:GO competitor now as part of our like partnership with us and by the way here's all the heroes and everything you know all the whatever they call them what they call them agents yes agents yeah, here's all the agents Okay, like that's, <laughs> they're just making it more and more accessible. Uh, next up was a Plague Tale Requiem. Looked like a Plague Tale. Yeah. Except it looked way more violent than I've remembered Plague Tales being. Yeah, I kind of remember Plague Tale being more like stealth, like problem solve, like a yeah. puzzle solving type thing. Very much that, and like you had a sling and sure you could get into combat, but it wasn't like a, you weren't meant to really, at least that's the way I feel about it. And this one's like, nah, nah, now she's sick of it. And she's out here snapping necks and taking names. And I'm like, yeah. I, okay, I guess that's what we're doing now, but I, I, it'll be more interesting for how Plague Tale people feel about it than like, it doesn't matter how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, Forza Motorsports. So there was a bit of a detailed look at it. Um, and it should be on Game Pass next spring. Now, this I was excited to see. The timing's a little weird uh, to be next spring. But that's, that's whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, but... Either way, it looked pretty. I'm hoping they, back to what you said downstairs, that they do go more sim than they have before because now they have an arcade version in Horizon. They can afford to go more sim racing. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, kind of a, been a revival with sim racing games. There's been a revival, and there's also been a standard set, kind of, where like you need to have X features to really be there type of thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, on Game Pass, massive. Uh, I was slightly worried initially as they were revealing it because they weren't focusing on any of the driving. They're like, hey, look at the trees and these stones. And I was like, this is not, yeah, nothing they, they, to do with it. Your cliche racing game stuff, which is dynamic weather. Now, that's race racing. That stuff was correct, though. That's what they needed to do. They were literally just talking about foliage and look at the landscapes that we can build. And I was like, that's fine, but how do you drive? And then they brought up they have dynamic lighting, so it literally will change as you drive, which is what you want in a sim. Hey, I've been driving for three hours. Why hasn't the sun changed position? <laughs> like, So that's good. Then they're also bringing in weather, obviously, and weather dynamic weather is good. But the part that they also did bring up was weather plus lighting, obviously. If it's a hot, dry day, the track's hotter, so your grip changes. Versus obviously if it's raining, like so they are talking about track manipulations, which will actually make you have to consider tire swaps and yada yada. So it does seem to uh, again go back to alluding to more of a sim, obviously a sim feel, but a more sim feel with now them being able to do these things like modifying track temperature to affect your grip versus just saying it's wetter, get wet tires. So Microsoft, it would be interesting. If Microsoft pushed it as a sim, if it is a sim, Microsoft pushes it that way. Because Microsoft's way of implementing steering wheel support is different than Sony's. Yes. And it's cheaper. And so what's it, also, 
what's also funny is if you're doing a game pass, it would be more accessible than iRacing. Yes. So like they would have a a clean a clear advantage right off the bat that they could uh, exploit, and you'd be you'd be across two things already. Yeah. Sony's stuck on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You'd have both PC and Xbox. Yeah. I mean, you, you're setting yourself up for an easy win. You just can't trip at the final hurdle. Yeah. Uh, Flight Simulator is celebrating its 40th anniversary. Like, can we uh, just with, discuss that fact? It's wild. With a new update, which is scheduled to drop November, uh, they are part of it is the Pelican from Halo. God bless you. Um, Pelican looked pretty 40. cool. 40. 40. 40 years is insane to think about flight sim. It's almost half a century. Yeah. I remember when Flight Sim X was out, and that was like the big thing. Yeah. Crazy. It the Pelican did look cool though. Like it's I if you can go in like the cockpit mm. and whatever and can, you know, that's gotta be pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm curious to see uh and helicopters. Yep, helicopters. And I think the, my understanding was that there was a, a U.S. map update as well. I think that was in the extended showcase that we didn't really see. Okay. But they, they did uh, updates to the United States map. Mm. Nice. Uh, Overwatch 2. There's a new trailer. Confirmation of the game launching in early access on October 4th. Yeah, so we... Free to play. New tank character. Yeah, Junker Queen. Yeah, um, obviously this was a Sunday thing, so we couldn't talk about it on Thursday or on last week. But free to play is the right move for something that you're you're taking so much of one to put it into two. You would have been you would have lost money immediately if you tried to make it a full cost and shot yourself straight in the foot. Mm-hmm. In doing a free to play, though, they did say that. They're going to have a battle pass system. It is going to be free to play. They're still dropping all the content. They're doing seasons. I think their thing was to say seasons every nine weeks. And they are, they have a roadmap out so you can like see what they're planning. Okay. Um, and I think like season two is, or season one or season two is supposed to add like three new heroes and new maps and, you know, keeping things fresh and whatever. There's battle passes. There's no more loot boxes, which I thought was interesting. That so. is interesting. So we'll see what they uh, what they try to get away with. Uh, in terms of, like, the roadmap idea, there's a tweet from, I think it was Blizzard maybe, or the Overwatch account or something like that. It's about four shots worth of, four images worth of a, of a roadmap of this date, these things, this date, these things. Here's kind of what we're looking at. Typical roadmap, but in a new fashion for the, uh, quote, reform, not reformed blizzard is quick. Somebody tweeted it like at quick Mikey Barra and said, hey, this would be really good to like continue doing roadmaps for things because that's all we want is your guys plan. And if something changes, just tell us. But like. Stop hiding the random, all this weirdness and ambiguity. And uh, he basically was like, I would prefer to do roadmaps across every franchise. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, 
Okay, that's good. Let's keep that. <laughs> like, when Dragonflight comes out, I need a roadmap. Like, hey, your season for, like, the Mythic Plus season, this raid starts here. It's going to end here because the new season's coming at this time. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, uh, they have a hard time giving out realistic roadmaps because it seems to be, like, the general... The, the previous way of developing a game is like you have all these crazy pie in the sky ideas, and then you, as you develop and you scale it down, scale it down, scale it down. So, like, I wonder if there's like a just like a mind, like a mindset issue. There, there probably is, and they're also probably worried that it blows up in their face. For you know, we say, yeah. we say X, and then it clearly is not going to be like y or z yeah like uh halo infinite is probably a good example of that halo infinite needed to get out in front of itself way beforehand actually they they promised a bunch of things and then realized later on that like oh this is going to take more work than we thought they keep having to delay shit and even then i don't believe them i don't know if any of us do oh uh co-op can't work in the campaign Co-op's in the game. You have it literally there. Just turn it on. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna. It's like it's issues. You name. You racistly named a shader. Is that in this document? It is. Okay. I'll wait for the full explanation of that. But like you racistly racistly did that. You fixed it within minutes. So you can't tell me you can't just fix things when they need to. Anyway, who knows? Also, um, Infinite made the mistake of. Showing themselves a year early. Yeah. When if anybody at their department had thought about it, there's no way they get away with showing that trailer a year early. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, next have, up was the Forge yet. Aura History Untold, which is a new history-focused strategy game. So the understanding was it was people behind Civ Five, Like, the part, people from that team or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know if you got the same vibes looking at the like little gameplay shot they showed. I almost looked at it like a city builder. Uh, yeah, there's a game that it reminded me of, but I can't think of the name of it. It was a mix between Skylines immediately, City Skylines, uh, as far as like what it reminded me of, and then a little bit of SimCity. And I was like, wait, I thought this was like a a world thing. It looked like we were looking at such a small slice. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, Pete Hines gave an ESO update. uh, Specifically, the High Isle uh, DLC will be coming uh, June 21st to consoles, I believe, right? Was that the idea? Consoles? Or... Is it out now already on PC? It's out on PC. It'll be consoles on the 21st. Yeah, June 21st. I, I, think, I was going to say next week, and I was like, wait, is that the right number? But yeah, it's the 21st. Uh, hi, do you have any reference for what that is? Uh, that's the uh, Bretons. So I have no it's idea a species. Are, so. It's one of the races, one of the prominent races in Elder Scrolls. It's like the area they come from. Oh, okay. They're like human-looking, or... They're they're yes or elvish. They're I believe they are human with like a little bit of elf in them. So uh, like uh, so they of, look human, 
But they like can do magic. So instead of seventy five twenty five elf, they're seventy five twenty five human. Yeah, gotcha. I think I'm pretty sure that's majority of elder. From my small understanding of Elder Scrolls, everything's on a scale of how much elf is in you, <laughs> and then you, or and then it just kind of flips to a different scale of how much are, are you a cat? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Or a lizard. <laughs> yeah, it's like elf human. Where are we on the slider? Oh, you're a cat. Okay, you're a lizard. Gotcha. Just entirely different. You're not even playing on the same scale. All right. I... Or you're a Viking. That's true. <laughs> Fusroda. Um. Yeah. Keeping with Bethesda, next up was uh, Fallout 76 is getting another major content update. It's the pit. And that'll be coming out September because that's what everyone needed was... Fallout 76 update. Spe- speaking of Game Pass, you can just play it from there if you really wanted more Fallout 76. Yeah, the majority of this was is coming to Game Pass. There's a few exceptions to that, but I think... Um, yeah, the majority of this is, though. Yeah. Uh, Hot Wheels coming to Forza Horizon 5. Um, what else was there? July 19th. Yes, July 19th. I think currently in Forza Horizon 5 or upcoming soon, they're doing a seasonal event leading up to the DLC coming out where you can start to collect Hot Wheels cars early. Uh, that being said, watching that trailer looked like fun. Yeah, they look a lot, like a lot of fun. I want to do a loop-de-loop without just flipping my car off a rock on accident in the mountains. In Mexico. I'd just be ejecting myself it, off track all the time. Did it also look like... that? Obviously, they were in Mexico, which is where 5 is. But, like, the world that they were driving around in, I didn't recognize the mountains. Yeah, I don't think it's... Is it Mexico, but Mexico adjacent? So it's another spot on the map, technically? I believe so, because that's what it kind of sounded like when we were watching it downstairs, was that it, it was a new area. Yeah. Still Mexico, but we went slightly more into the mountains type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Arc 2. Ah, yes. The family edition. Exactly. Uh, you, there was a trailer with Vin Diesel grunting, uh, should be out in sometime in 2023. I mean, literally, that's not even a joke. That's the best part. The entire part of that trailer was, hey, here's a dinosaur and Vin grunts. Yep. (laughs) Uh, that's it. I don't know to even think about that game at this point. I'm curious if Arc people give a shit. Yeah, I feel like the answer is going to be no, because it doesn't seem to be anything like Ark was. Yeah. Scorn! Saw Scorn again. Man, it's gross. Uh, the title was originally unveiled in 2014. That's when it was. Uh, and it's coming to Xbox and PC on October 21st. I mean, that it's a Halloween game. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of. Do you think it's gonna make it? Yeah. Okay. Um. To to I think it'll make it to like a confused fanfare. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Where, where it'll come out and a lot of people will be like, I don't know, what is this? Yeah. What what is this? Why are you? Why 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 do we have this? <laughs> Who wants this? <laughs> Who's this for? Uh. Next up was Flintlock: The Siege of Dawn. Uh, which is an action RPG 
which uh, was initially uh, uh, revealed earlier this year. It's coming out in early 2023. I'm intrigued. I need to see more of just then the alpha like combat they showed. It kind of gave me like Microsoft version of Forspoken vibes. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. But like the combat looked interesting, but clearly not fleshed out. Like it, it looked like early Arkham combat, where mm. they where you were just kind of like slow and it, you everybody took their turn hitting you type of thing and yeah and, and you're like, like that's fine you're for... like stringing combos together but there's those like weird pauses in between every move yeah like... so it was like there's there's a combat rig here and this is clearly an alpha build of it so if it gets fleshed out and it's more fluid and everything then I'd be very interested to see it. Uh, the idea of having the what is it like a pet fox i think that's kind of what it looked fox like. looking thing probably that, some sort of fox mystical creature yeah because that was teleporting behind people and like wrapping them up and doing stuff like doing that kind of stuff so i'm kind of in you got a hatchet in one hand a flintlock pistol in the other you're setting yourself up with a potentially very interesting combat scenario. I think, I think it looks like an intriguing universe. Yeah, you're setting yourself up with an interesting like combat system. Yeah. Oh, you have a range, you have a, you know, doing the whole thing, melee range, melee range, you know. Okay. But then you see the combat and you're like, all right, the world looks all right, but the combat's just weird. Like I said, staggered and uh, just... But I, I want to see more. I want to see when it actually gets closer to coming out. That one I don't think comes out in 12 months. I know they said everything comes out in 12 months. I don't know how that comes out based on the state we saw it in. Well, you know, in their minds, everything's coming out in 12 months. That doesn't mean it won't be delayed outside of the 12-month window. That's true. Um, next up is Minecraft Legends, an action strategy game set in the Minecraft universe. I don't know what to make or feel about this game at the moment, so... But they didn't really show a lot of it. Like, they showed you gameplay, but they didn't really give you any sort of reference for that gameplay. They, like They showed you gameplay that didn't look entirely different than Dungeons. Like, still the top-down, run around the map, blow things up. The graphics were visually different, and then yeah. you had base building. So they did focus on the idea that you could still, you know, build a fort or whatever. But the the combat and the movement, everything was very dungeon esque, and it's like, all right, cool. There's a there's another portal, and it's spawning enemies, and you need to unite the overworld to fight the nether world, whatever. Yep. What? what? Like I, I, somebody will play it. For sure. I'm sure we'll see more of it as well, but it's just but, as of right now I'm very like just I don't know, skeptical. I'm just like, I don't know. I'm I'm very much like, alright, maybe I'll watch somebody play it for the two hours it'll take to beat it. Like I'll watch Ray's stream of it or something, but I'm a hundred percent just not playing it. Yeah, I don't think I'd end up it's playing not a, it. It's not as of right us. now, but just whatever it is. Uh Lightyear Frontier. A new space farming simulator. Now, I need to see more about this. Spring. Because this it it's a space farming simulator. You're in mechs. 
you build a little town, you build some stuff, you farm, you do the whole thing. It's like, all right, yeah, this checks like bad nice boxes. Yeah. And oh, there's like an adventure so you can go do combat and stuff. Okay. Yeah. And it's co-op. And it's co-op. So what does this all look like when the actual gameplay is happening? Because the only time you see more than one person or anything is when they're just like at the farm kind yeah. of doing doing chores. But they don't other than showing you the door of this mysterious puzzle, they don't show you anything. So what does that all mean? And I guess obviously what does it mean is the point of figuring out in the game, but how do you interact with it? Is that a combat thing? Is it whatever? But I'm intrigued. Definitely. I feel the same way. Uh, Gunfire Reborn is coming, uh, well, it's launching on PC and Xbox on 2022. It's in early access right now. Is that the deal? I believe so, yes. Okay. We both played it. Yep. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. If it was on Game Pass, it would be great. Solid snag. Good quick time burner. Yeah, yeah. It's a low barrier to entry. Like, you don't have to, like, be super invested in it. So you can jump in for 20 minutes, jump out. No, and I do think it has a, I think it has a low entry, but a high ceiling. Yeah, for sure. The Last Case of Benedict Fox. Side-scrolling action title. uh, Spring 2023. Yeah. It's a game. I mean, it looked interesting. Yeah, it looks fine. It's just, I mean, it's not my normal jam. I think it definitely looks like one of those games where it might end up with like some sort of like cult following type thing. True. Yeah, I can see that. As Dusk Falls, uh, interactive drama uh, in video game form, supports up to eight players, and it's going to launch July 19th. Don't really care about it. I I have, you. yeah, I have no, I saw it, and I was just kind of like, all right, I got sure. Yeah. Somebody, will, somebody will play it and like it. Good for them. Uh, next up was Naraka Blade Point. Battle Royale, uh, which is coming to Game Pass June 23rd, which I had never seen. Nate's familiar with it. I I mean, he says I'm familiar with it. I'm aware it exists. That's more than I got. All right. <laughs> I think it's a cool concept, you know, but. Yeah. I know a, a couple people in uh, the old former guild used to play. Oh, the one of the Albatross guilds. <laughs> one of. Um, I should, if I ever went to BlizzCon, I should just like wear a necklace with a bunch of dead albatrosses on it for every guild I've killed. Yeah. Like just enamel pins of albatrosses. Or just make a pin of like the guild name with like an X through it or something and just start like. Oh, and just wear it like a, like a sash. Yeah. Sash or like, I don't know. That'd be cool if there was a way to like display it like World War II, like, you know planes you shot down or something it'd be pretty funny <laughs> this, is completely <laughs> off, this is completely off topic but if you got a custom shirt made that it, it was similar to the yankees like, world series shirts where it has the years all on the back mm-hmm. and instead it just has the names with red axes through it and then it says at the end your guild question mark <laughs> <laughs> who's next you decide <laughs> yeah yeah uh epic dead albatrosses of history uh, reminds me of the in the initial D. There's a 
a point where there's a race team who goes around and defeats other other race teams and when they do that they take their sticker and they cut it in half and uh put it stick it upside down on the wings of their cars oh interesting yeah kind of like it yeah it's it's very japanese yo so. for sure <laughs> But it, but it would be just very energy, yeah, just to have like it written and then just a red X. Yeah. And it's just a list of guilds that have died under my watch or something yeah. like that. Uh, the infamous dead albatross. Uh, Obsidian's up next with uh, Pentiment, uh, which was a new game that they revealed. It's a medieval themed mystery game and it should be launching in November. Um, yeah, looked interesting. Uh, after that, it was Grounded, which is going to get a full launch later this year. I think everyone's familiar with what Grounded is at this point. You should be. You get Honey, I Shrunk the Kids into a yard. I can imagine a full release. Like I, pl- I played it when it first came out. Same. And I've played it once since. If they've been like adding to it and refining it, I bet it's probably pretty good now. Because it had a cool concept. Um, well, like a cool environment. The concept wasn't anything revolutionary, but no. But it it is. God, did you ever come across fighting one of the spiders? No, dude. I accidentally ran into a cave with one of them. Whole lot of noped right out of that. I can imagine. I would as well. I mean, I got murdered multiple times because the damn thing just aggro hunted me. Mm-hmm. Even after I died, it was just like, all right, I didn't respawn far enough away. Yeah. Or I want to get my stuff back, and it's just camping my corpse. Hmm. Fucking spite. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, there's some sort of stealth uh, action game coming called Araban Shadow Legacy. You I want to murder one. You want to murder robots? 
Oh, that one. Okay. That's that one. Uh, should be launching later. N- launch next year. Should be launching next year. Uh, Diablo 4 had a quick little snippet. It Saw looks some pretty. Gameplay. Announced the Necromancer. Announced the Necromancer. Should be out next year as well. Yep. Diablo uh, 4. I think at this point, people are just like, hey, give us the game when it's done, please. Yep. That's basically where we're at. Uh, it it looks pretty. It looks like a new Diablo should. Open world. Open world, which will be interesting. Curious to see how that all kind of plays out and mm-hmm. what they do for actual end game stuff. Because they did say that. We might gonna... as well throw it in now. But the, okay. there was a thing about that game. What was it? Max level is 100, and the main campaign or story, whatever, is supposedly about 35 hours. I don't know how it stacks up with anything else. For Diablo? Yeah. Interesting. That seems long. So, I don't know. That seems long. I wonder if that... Hmm. I wonder what that means. If it's 35 hours for... I don't know. We'll have to see, because... Normally in, in or at least in D three, I'm going to reference D three specifically. So if you played D threes or if you played Diablos before that, and you want to come after me, shut up. Uh, D three, you went through on normal, right? And you beat the entire campaign, but then your thing was to go back and do it again on the next difficulty. So it wasn't 35 hours, um, like twelve or something. I so, but now because of the way they're doing it. It might be 35 to like get to 100 and get to the end game type of thing, or it might be 35 because of how much there is, like time Maybe. to beat collectible. I didn't put thing. any details in because I didn't think it would warrant needing details. But I mean, it really doesn't because it, there was like it was just a tweet essentially from I think the game director. That's what I mean. Like, and it could be from them too. But we've also heard games that have said they take 500 hours, and then they backpedal immediately. They're like, oh no, no, it actually takes only like 10 hours. Yeah. But it's 35 if you want to like get everything in the game type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if it takes me 35 hours to hit 100, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. We will see. Uh, sea of Thieves, uh, Season 7, new content, July 21st. You'd be, be a ship captain now. Have like a permanent ship. You couldn't have a permanent ship before? Uh, that's like the majority of what they talked about. And they had a cool song. I have never played Sea of Thieves. I played it once when I first got Game Pass early on. Uh, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. All right. That's fair. Uh, Ravenlock, a new action adventure title. Um, 2023. Cocoon is a new game from the people that made Limbo and Inside. Top-down puzzle adventure. Next year as well. So that one looked interesting. I don't know if you saw it. I did. I I was it intrigued. It looked interesting. I don't know. I couldn't really make sense of uh, all the movement mechanics. Like I, There was things going on there that I'm sure once you start playing it would iron themselves out. But like. Yeah. It had uh, a little bit of Monument Valley vibes to me. A little bit of a kind of Journey-esque. Not like the openness of Journey, obviously, but that same like simple art style, but potentially uh, like, oh, the solution to the puzzle is simple. When you actually like, once you see it, you'll be like, oh, I did not, I did not, I did not get that. Mm-hmm. But kind of the jumping between worlds and everything, it, it, it definitely looked 
uh, like something I would try. Okay. Probably will have the opportunity because I'm sure it'll be on Game Pass. Yeah. Uh, Wolong Fallen Dynasty was announced or shown. I don't know. Revealed, I guess, is a good way Both. of putting it. Uh, should be out in 2023. Not much was shown on it. Uh, Phil Spencer let everyone know that Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal were coming to Xbox and PC on October 21st as a part of Game Pass. And then we were visited by Kojima and warned. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. We were warned. Uh, We were threatened by Kojima that he's going to... He has a new game that he's always wanted to make because we haven't heard that one a million times. And it's something you've never seen before. Uh, a concept that would literally blow your mind right now. We thought we were safe, it. but he's bringing his blight to Xbox now. So, yeah. I want him to go full villain with a reveal where he's like, if I honestly told you this whole plan, your brain would explode. You don't understand how superior and how absolutely rigid my brain is you smooth brain simpletons uh i'd be like okay kojima whatever you say (laughs) i mean if we're getting close to it not being far off anyway from what he normally says yeah the only thing that could be like worse for me i'm trying to think of like worst case scenario is if kojima partnered with gabe newell and they got together and they decided to make a game Portal that 3. was based on some new tech that like Gabe wanted to do. Yeah, and it's some called... human fucking brain computer interface and it's called Portal 3. Yeah, and it's just something because they've invented a way for you to create portals on your wall. Silent Portal Hill. <laughs> I was thinking to give Kojima Mario Kojima, ex- Ko- Kojima with Nintendo, but give him Mario to do like a Super Mario Odyssey style game. I don't even know. This is all nightmare fuel. Uh, and finally, uh, they finished it off with, of course, Starfield. Uh, Todd Howard, you know, had to say some shit. Woo-hoo! And then, um, oh, Todd Howard. Yeah, saw some gameplay, some areas, character creation. Uh, skill trees, crafting system. I think the skill trees and crafting systems made their appearance in the extended yes. showcase. Um, no solid launch date, but just 2023. Yep. Um, Any thoughts? I was... I'm looking forward to Starfield generally. After watching it, I was internally shocked by how unmoved in any direction I was by the what I saw. I was not overwhelmed. I was not underwhelmed. I was not surprised. I just was like, I guess that's what a Bethesda space game would look like. When I watched it, <laughs> Because I think out of the th- out of the three of us being you, me, and Dewey, I was the one that watched it live. Yeah, and as I was watching it, I went, "Yep, Bethesda in space." There, there. It, that's exactly what it is. If anybody's played Bethesda games over the last five years or over the last ten years, and I say, "Hey, Bethesda in space," you go, "Okay, yeah, I know what that means." 
Um, that being said, it does have, I think I've had a couple people, well, I've had a few people disagree, but I think it has strong resemblances to No Man's Sky. Yes, I think that's true. And anybody that tells you that it doesn't uh, hasn't ever played or even looked at No Man's Sky. And I assume those people probably only play Call of Duty and, and would argue with you that they're not all the same. Just that, like, space combat looked near identical. The mining aspect of it was almost identical. Like, there was just, it was just a lot that looked similar. And and there's a lot of things that you can, that you can't do much differently. Yeah. Like, now that No Man's Sky has been out for seven years, they've kind of figured it out. Yeah, which is true. So, like, so you're kind of screwed. I mean, I don't to know. To not get compared. If, like, being... Being, I don't want to say pessimistic, but we're realists. Sorry, we know what Bethesda is. It's a known quantity, especially now. If they took what No Man's Sky is currently, yep, and then slapped an okay Bethesda story on it, I'll take it at this point. You know what I mean? Like, now, now I would be okay with that had they also not put it in the creation engine. <laughs> yeah, which that was a whole nother conversation. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because. There does seem to be a little bit of a confusion on what this Creation Engine 2 is. Because I think we were right. The shot. Hold on. If I To do what I do at work, uh, let me pull up a shocked Pikachu image real quick. We had hoped that it was a new engine from the ground up. We had hoped, but we, we knew it hoped. wasn't. We had expected it to be essentially the framework of creation engine one with visuals slapped on the top yeah they literally took frank who as from our previous story is plugged into the creation engine yeah uh, literally his brain is stuck to it he can't die because he's powering it yep uh and then they wrote two on his chest yeah in permanent red marker yeah um yeah so that's what it seems like it kind of it looks like it's just you know their normal creation engine with uh Lipstick. Yeah. It's lipstick on a pig. Yeah. Which also the other issue I think they had is in, it's a space game. Sure. But like, obviously no man's sky is bright and colorful in certain instances. They, in their initial Starfield implementation of showing it, not at the extended thing where they show off new Atlantis and kind of like a modern society vibe, uh, or I guess technically the meme that is, society today if blah 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 didn't exist or whatever and it's always that super futuristic looking city uh which is what they kind of picture new atlantis is as their biggest city they've ever built but the one they showed sunday at the xbox showcase uh had kurosawa vibes because the whole thing was just in grayscale yeah and i was like what yeah there was no color this? at all and the other thing i noticed pretty quickly after like the creation engine conversation started popping up and i kind of realized i'm like if they if it genuinely was a new engine you know developers cannot fucking help themselves if they have a new engine they have to tell you about it right and they said nothing about it yeah we have never we have never come across a dev that has been going on to working on a new engine and not jerked it off for five minutes during a reveal of their their first game on it yeah Thanks to this engine, we've been able to leverage yada, 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 yada. 
Thanks to the Snowdrop engine, we can do dynamic winter weather in New York City. Thanks to the whatever Kojima's engine was from Gorilla. Yeah, the uh, Decima or Decima. Yeah, the Decima engine. Thanks to the Decima engine, we purposely scoured all over the land to find the one that we wanted to get this game to work. Like, okay, Uh, Creation Engine 2. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Which, you know what the funny thing is? And this goes back to what we said months, a year ago at this point, I think, when they announced that they were going to do this. Elder Scrolls is going to run on it. Everything. Fallout 2 or 6. <laughs> whatever. 5. five. <laughs> whatever. Two, it is. two six five. Yeah, numbers. Uh, they're all going to run on Creation Engine 2. Until Microsoft breaks and kills Frank. So they have to switch engines. They're going to stick with it. For better or worse. I'm wondering. Mostly worse. I'm wondering if they silently migrate to like Unreal or something like oh, that. Oh, I, I 100% expect them to migrate to Unreal and not talk about it until they like somebody they load up the game for the first time and somebody sees the Unreal splash screen and goes, "Oh no fucking way!" <laughs> I think what's going to happen is they're going to silently switch to Unreal for Elder Scrolls Six, and they're we're not going to know until the first time they show the game, and we're all like. Holy fuck, this looks good. <laughs> like, I got a better option. I have a more Bethesda option. They're going to switch to Unreal for Fallout. Mm-hmm. Not Elder Scrolls. They're going to murder Elder Scrolls by keeping it on Creation Engine. And then they're going to do it, do the switch for Fallout. And everybody's going to be like, why did you not do this for <laughs> Elder Scrolls? And it's going to be the conversation forever until they re-release Elder Scrolls on the toaster and they put it on Unreal. They say, don't worry, we're changing all the re-releases from here on out to be on Unreal. So that means we have to re-release everything inside Unreal Engine. Yeah. And they'll re-release uh, all of it. Starfield's re-release. The Starfielder. Boom. Wow. Alright, uh, next up was the PC Gaming Show. I don't know if we want to actually like go through all of this. Uh, pull out some highlights. Just if you see something that seems interesting. Um, I I'll rip through the list. How about that? Spellforce, Conquest of EO, Yep, Myth Force, The Constructors, Crossfire Legion, Citizen Sleeper, Solstice, Rotwood, Tactical Breach, Wizards. That sounds interesting. Tact- now, Tactical Breach is that was that Tactical Breach colon Wizards? No, just Tactical oh, Breach Wizards. Okay. Wait, Tactical Breach Wizards? Yes. Oh, uh, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, uh, The Invincible. Endless Dungeon, Chivalry 2. Wait, Endless Dungeon? Yeah. That's already a... Okay. It says TBA, and it's uh, Amplitude Studios. I thought that was already a thing. Unless maybe they're doing something different. Uh, Chivalry 2, Tunisian Invasion update. Hell yeah. Deceive Inc. The Antlers. Potion Craft, Super Animal Royale, Season 4. Nitro Kid. Mehoki Kanishi. I don't know what that is. Killing Floor 2, Tidal Terror, Arma 4. Um, Judge, they're making an Arma 4? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Decarbonation, I Am Future, Great Great Houses of Caldera, Jurassic World, Revolution 2, Dominion Biosyn, System Shock. There's one. Yeah, where's that game? Uh, <laughs> apparently there. Uh, Falling, Front, Falling Frontier, Super People, Immortality. Uh, Demon School, Warhammer 40,000, Space Marine 2, Agent 64, Spies Never Die, Deliver Us Mars, 
Jesus goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Oh yeah. I what I found interesting, this is just because it's Half Life Alex, but they had a, a trailer for a mod. So it was Half Life Alex Levitation mod. And then Gorilla uh Collective had three different showcases, three different parts to their showcase. For what? I don't know, bro. That's all indie titles. And it's another 40 games, so I'm not going to go through all these. I'm not going to go through any of them, because it looks like there's a lot of repeats. Um, all right, well, if you want to, Google it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll honestly, I'll honestly, just reading through it, I recognize a lot of these titles. Um, Wholesome Games Direct, which we don't really care about. Future Game Show, which we... I mean, it's... There's a Brewmaster game. That's kind of interesting. Uh, F1 Manager 2022. Yeah. I mean, it's... There's a lot. There's a lot to check out if you're interested. All right. And there was more, actually. Let me fucking pull up the other thing. Ugh. Too much this week. Um, There was also a Final Fantasy VII broadcast of some kind. Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you. Don't really have any interest in it. Uh, and when I tried to pull it up to make sense of all the games, I was like, I don't fucking get any of this. <laughs> there was something about Ever Crisis, Rebirth, Crisis Core Reunion, Rene- uh, Remake, Intergrade. Um, and then there was the Capcom thing. or Well, not the Capcom thing. The Dragon's Dogma 2, which we talked about, which they announced during the 10 years of Dragon Dogma digital event. And that so was they said that the second part of Final Fantasy mm-hmm. of the seven remake is rebirth, I believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. And that is coming next winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is that a is long part two off. of a game they've been remaking that everybody initially thought they were getting the whole thing of three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! And while they're Working on that, they also have all these other, I think, remasters or other versions. Some mobile ones getting thrown in there. Crisis mm-hmm. Core coming back, whatever. It's, again, not anything that I pay like drastic attention to. I feel like we're getting, doing the pendulum swing thing. So we got rid of E3 because a lot of these developers and publishers and companies wanted their own limelight. Yes. Their own news cycle. Yes. And now they're all doing their own thing and they're all fucking stepping on each other. Yes. And so I feel like in a couple of years, we're going to swing back to like probably a Jeff Keighley run event, but another E3 style event where everyone's scheduled out. I think for a lot of these, uh, in regards to like the things we just went through, mm-hmm. there's a, like Gorilla Collective, Future Game Show, and Capcom all just kind of like were the normal Tuesday run where they would just barf and yeah. do things. But like the Final Fantasy VII one is weird only because. Square didn't have one. Which yeah. That would have been covered underneath that along with everything else that Square was doing. Mm-hmm. But Square also is kind of like in a, what are you doing right now other than Nier and Final Fantasy? Because you lost Crystal. So Yeah, you just sold off half of your half of your assets. So there's a lot. It, it's just a lot of randomness that doesn't need to all. And obviously Xbox doing an extended showcase doesn't help the matter. Yeah. Anyway, let's move right through the rest of this, huh? Number two, Kojima Productions has confirmed that it'll continue working with PlayStation following the announcement of its Xbox partnership. 
Quote, please be assured that we continue to have a very good partnership with PlayStation as well. And thanks. These fanboys, man. Kind of nuts. Listen, man, if Kojima shows up at Nintendo next year and he has to announce that he's going to be okay with Xbox still finishing and PlayStation, oh, they're going to lose it. He's going to come on screen and be like, I'm a whore. I have so many games I want to get out. Using the Joy-Cons, I have come up with a way <laughs> to melt your brain. Something uh, that even Nintendo, the creators of the technology, haven't thought of. Have Has South Park done a Kojima episode yet? No, but the guy, oh, it's, it's right God. for it. I was just thinking of, for whatever reason, I like put together the episode where they get the, the unicycle things that they have to fucking stick the thing up their butt. Oh, like yeah, just the self-propelled vehicles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, for whatever reason, I was like, I just pictured Kojima in like the South Park world explaining his new uh, game using the Joy-Cons and you have to stick the Joy-Cons up your butt. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've just like put together a South Park episode in my brain. Um. Anyways, take two CEO Strauss Zelnick. Always a great name. Agrees with PlayStation's stance on not releasing brand new AAA products into a subscription service on the day they're released. Besides for the economics behind it, which you can assume what he means, like, oh, you won't make enough money. Uh, Zelnick isn't convinced that subscription services will appeal beyond a certain subset of games, of gamers, excuse me, a certain subset of gamers. You can do both. I don't want to do both. I don't want to, like, blow your mind, Strauss, because I know you're the money man in Red Dead, which is hysterical that you're the CEO Still, it's still one of my favorite connections I've ever figured out. <laughs> the money man. What? Yeah, I mean, I think that that's. But, I think you're spot on because, like, Take Two and like Rockstar, for example, like you would never put their stuff on a but subscription also, service. You don't need to for them. No, they're gods in their own right. Exactly. You don't need to put Naughty Dog on there. You do need to put Sony Bend on there. Oh. You do. I'm gotcha. not wrong. Gotcha. You don't need to put uh, Santa Monica on there. You do need to put San Diego on there, which puts the show on there. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to put like God of War. And you Naughty just Dawn. want the show on a subscription service. It is. It's on Game Pass. Oh, okay. So fuck you. All right, calm down. Eh. Is it on PC uh, yet? And no, I wouldn't. Here's the kick with that one, right? Is it on PC yet? Uh, I could play it on the cloud gaming on here. Oh. Uh, which means it would still technically be on Xbox. But here's here's the kick in that scenario. I wouldn't play it on the subscription service. I would buy it because I play it all year. So, yeah, I, my, so value, it's my value is not the same. Yeah. Unless it's a service that you're going to subscribe to year round. Right. Which is almost none of them. Yeah. I don't subscribe to Game Pass year round. I you want to when. I, <laughs> When I went back to do Game Pass for Sniper Elite for us, mm-hmm. I had the offer of a dollar for three months. Oh, wow. I think for Ultimate, too. And I was like, yep, give me. <laughs> That's fair. So, again, I have an entire library for a dollar. We got to go back to Sniper Elite. Yeah, it was it was a weird week. I We obviously couldn't do it over the weekend because Sunday would have been the day to do it, but you were busy. Uh, and then during the week, there was just not going to really be a good time to line up, but... Hopefully this weekend, and do you have Monday off? I have Monday off. I do not. I don't think. It, the I think the it's in the I think the holidays then, or it's observed that day. So that's why I wasn't sure. 
Juneteenth. Yeah, I don't. I, we didn't get it off. I was like, otherwise, we could have done it then. All right, number four, Microsoft and the Communications Workers of America announced a labor neutrality agreement that would go into effect 60 days after the closure of the Xbox makers pending acquisition of Activision Blizzard. The CWA president said, quote, this agreement provides a pathway for Activision Blizzard workers to exercise their democratic rights to organize and collectively bargain after the close of the Microsoft acquisition and establishes a high road framework for employers in the games industry, end quote. That's a lot of legal words that Nate's brain hurts now. <laughs> the deal applies only to Activision Blizzard employees and consists of uh, these five provisions. Uh, provision one, Microsoft will take a neutral approach when employees covered by the agreement express interest in joining a union. Uh, provision two, covered employees will be able to easily exercise their right to communicate with other employees and union representatives about union membership in a way that encourages information sharing and avoids business disruptions. Provision three, employees will have access to an innovative technology-supported and streamlined process for choosing whether to join the union. Uh, provision four, employees can maintain confidentiality and privacy of that choice if they wish. And provision five, if a disagreement arises between CWA and Microsoft under the agreement, the two organizations will work together promptly to reach an agreement and will turn to an expedited arbitration process if they cannot. A lot of union shit. Getting ahead of it, though. I appreciate that. They have to. Because uh, do we have... We don't have it. Uh, because I don't know if you saw, but Activision Blizzard did a uh, sir uh, did like a internal investigation and determined that it's Activision is it? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I skimmed. All right, never mind. I'll wait. Yeah, it's fine. We'll get to it real quick. Um, number five, Wargaming is opening two new offices in Be- Belgrade, Serbia, and Warsaw, Poland. The restructuring follows the company's withdrawal from Russia and Belarus in response to the war in Ukraine. Uh, Wargaming Belgrade is focusing on both development and publishing across World of Tanks and World of Warships franchises. Uh, Wargaming Warsaw, meanwhile, will focus on just publishing with a small team to start with. So all these Ukrainian studios are picking up the pieces. Good. Yeah. That's what we'd like to see. Progress. This uh, war would end and Russia would hurry up and tuck their tails. It'd be great. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Lots of uh, lots of recommitments from countries uh, with. I think yeah. I think U.S. recommitted of six hundred and fifty million, like and then U.K. as well. I believe. Yeah. Uh, number six, three, four, three industries had to put a Halo Infinite cosmetic marketing. Whoa, sorry. Cosmetic marking Juneteenth, the U.S. holiday celebrating the freeing of slaves because they accidentally named it after an ape. Accidentally in quotes. <laughs> the nameplate was originally launched with the name Bonobo, but was later renamed to Freedom after a Reddit user called it out. Okay, Bonobo is a species of ape. Yep. By the way. 343 Industries, senior community manager, gave a little bit of an explanation saying, quote, while the original name refers to an internal tool set, it was not intended to be applied to this content, and we recognize the harm it may have caused. 
the palette was incorrectly named, and we immediately renamed it via an update, end quote. Uh, I have two issues with that. One, uh, the simple issue is... I mean, this is from going through the r slash Halo subreddit on this thread of this thing of like, oh, you can't make these changes because this, uh, you can't do that change because this issue, you can't do custom playlists or whatever, you can't. Oh, but no, you can make a UI change immediately. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you just don't want to. There's a difference. Uh, And then the actual issue, why is that an internal name? Apparently, so from what I read, apparently it's a, a tool set that dates back to Bungie, like when Bungie was owned by Microsoft before the split, and they're still using it, and it's some sort of tool set for formatting strings. Which, still, how does it end up here? Yeah, it's it's because it, because especially if it's a tool for that, mm-hmm. why the fuck is it there? Especially given what we know from them naming previous things, the. I don't remember what season it was or whatever, but the battle pass that's attached to infinite or that was attached, whichever season it was, had an internal name leak that was called the moochers of reach. Mm -hmm. So just again, pissing on the community. Yep. So yeah, there you go. It's one of those where it's like accidental. I doubt, but you should find whoever did it and probably can them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Bungie, or not Bungie, 343, well, actually, you know that, what? There's no way that should have gotten pushed to live. There's, I I keep fucking the two up, because I think they have the same problem, which would be, makes sense, because they were at one point the same company. 343 Industries and Bungie, I believe, have, like, a cultural issue. Like, kind of, not nearly as bad as, like, maybe Activision Blizzard, but there's no. clearly, like, some sort of, like, you know work culture thing going on that they need to they need to sort out and even then going to like how did that get pushed to live i know that should have gone through multiple reviews as you normally would to do that push yeah how does that make it how do you miss the nameplate like you miss the name of it yeah hey we have some stuff coming up that it's going to be going rolling out for this weekend for like the holiday or whatever is everything ready to go cool show me it why does that say that that was the joke I kept seeing was like, well, this just proves that nothing gets QA'd, which would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like that should, that would have, if that came across my screen, the immediate is, uh, no. And we're now going, now we're going to go find somebody to have a conversation because why the hell would that be named that? Yeah. Um, number seven, Activision Blizzard released a summary of an internal review that found no evidence in the company's senior executives. Uh, looked the other. What I, blah, 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 I fucked that up. Uh, released a summary of an internal review that found no evidence that the company's senior executives looked the other way on harassment claims. So, Activision Blizzard investigated Activision Blizzard and found that Activision Blizzard did nothing wrong. Nice. nice. Yeah, it just what a joke. What a joke! Like. The Nazis reviewed the Nazis and determined they committed no war crimes. I don't even know, like, how do you get to this point? Uh, Who thought it was a good idea to do an internal review and then 
release no, the findings of the internal review. Uh, I was going to say, he, it's a good idea to do the internal review because you should do it anyway now with everything coming out. And if your idea is it should be an internal review but being conducted on behalf of Microsoft type of thing. Like, yeah. hey, we need you to do an internal review and figure this out. And then what you don't do is go, that's ah, fine. Everything's fine. We checked it. Because that's how you get Bonobo out there. <laughs> Everything, Everything's fine here. How are you? Yeah. It's very much the, I don't know if you if you know the meme where it's uh, President Obama putting the medal around President Obama's neck. Mm-hmm. And it was very much that of, ah, yes, Activision Blizzard uh, rewarded Activision Blizzard with great mm-hmm. reviews. Yeah. Classic. Idiots. Number eight. Epic Games has announced a new cross-play tool that will let developers connect their games and communities across different storefronts and platforms. With this tool, developers can enable cross-play across two services, let players roll their friends lists across multiple platforms into one single list, as well as offer search tools and game invites across the two launchers. The The tool currently works between the Epic Games Store and Steam, but console and mobile functionality is also in the works. So hey, we're all here for cross-play. As long as PlayStation turns it on, you fucking hear me, Sony? <laughs> Do you get it? We will play nice with everybody if you guys would stop being dickheads. That's a pretty, pretty neat, pretty neat idea there, though. That Epic came up with a tool set to kind of integrate Steam. Oh, I just like that they're like, "Hey, did you want a tool set that makes this easy? You press a button, you get it." Yeah. Uh, Val's probably like, "Shit." <laughs> Not uh, even them, like, how many other engines where it's like, hey, did you want to develop with Unreal? Oh, do you want to have your game on multiple platforms? Good. <laughs> I can make it easy. Press this button. button. Uh, What's this button do? Oh, it makes your game available on all the platforms really easily. Boop. Does it double my money? Yeah, it could quadruple it if you wanted to. <laughs> They're doing good things. As far as we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are your shadow? What are you hiding? <laughs> exactly. Uh, number nine, patents for Valve's rumored standalone headset codename Deckard, which 100% has to be a Blade Runner reference. Oh, I was uh, going to go with uh, Deckard Kane from Diablo. The maybe. Lord of Belial. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's 100% a Blade Runner reference. <laughs> Actually, it could be a Altered Carbon one, couldn't it? I don't know. I don't remember that guy's name. I think I think you're right with Blade Runner though. I'm gonna look up the guy from Alter Carbon though. Uh, anyways, the patents for the headset have found their way online. The patents are surprisingly detailed, specifically around the head strap and how exactly users can tighten and loosen it for optimum fit. Kovacs, Takashi. Uh, Why am I? Uh, I was not even close. Why am I an idiot? These patents, combined with data miners finding Decker coded dev tools. In a beta build of SteamVR, suggests that the Valve is rather far along in development of the new headset. I'll be interested. The patents are the design is quite interesting. It's, um, it's kind of got like this like block. Um, actually, what what it reminds me of, which I've been watching more recently, is paintball. Like the new paintball masks have like a, like a, almost like a hard plastic piece that sits on the back of your head with like adjustment knobs on it okay. and that's kind of what it has and i think the idea behind it is there's multiple knobs so you can control multiple different you know places to tighten it 
But I also think that there's probably weight in that to counterbalance. You should look at the hollow lens too. Oh, probably use the same concept. Very similar. Yeah. Because it's it's as adjustable as like having the one thing and it's just a single unit. Like it's wireless. You can walk around with it mm-hmm. and it is a like counterbalance to the head thing. Yeah. But that was also... the other thing is there's there's like I noticed on the patent designs is the the way that they have cables running and where they have them running to. I think that that might be some sort of like wireless unit as well. Yeah, because for the Hololens, like once you when you're plugged in and you load up what you're doing, and you have the connection, or whatever you can disconnect and walk around and mm, do the whole that's thing. Pretty neat. But the uh, What was I gonna say the uh, everything is like adjustable or whatever, but you're also kind of running less of you're. I mean, you're in VR, but you're kind of also with an AR. Like it has the sunglass part kind of below it, so mm-hmm. it's not a true like all-consuming headset. Yeah, so you can get away. With, it's not as heavy as the other ones are. Yeah, I don't know why more companies haven't done the whole counterbalancing thing. I think people accidentally discovered it with the Vive when the Vive when um, HTC came out with the wireless. Oh yeah, yeah, with the unit because yeah, like puck adapter or whatever. Yeah, it's like the it's got the two things on it. It's like a giant thing you stick on the back of the head. Because when people started using it, they realized, oh, this it's a fucking counterweight for the headset, so it takes all the pressure off the like your yeah. nose. It's so. a mix of taking all the pressure off, and depending on how the person was, they would end up having a slight head tilt as they would be looking down instead of looking so like your posture got screwed. Yeah, because if you didn't have a I mean, this is the joke of, like, VR is a workout. Well, you can have a workout, or you can just strain the hell out of your neck because you're looking not where you should be. Yeah. And you have no frame of reference of how... You don't... you It looks straight to you, so you just go with it. Exactly. You, you don't, don't you don't know that you're not looking straight. Yeah, you don't realize that you're literally a pretzel. Yep. Anyway, let's go for some uh, questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Diablo Mortal gets over $24 million in spending within two weeks after launch. Please stop. Good luck. Number two, according to a new report from the UNI Global Union, 79% of games industry workers support unionization. Sounds about right. Number three, Sensor Tower released a new report that says to date Netflix's mobile game offerings have seen 13 million downloads globally. Which is another, if you gave them a dollar each, that's still another $11 million away from what Immortal made. <laughs> uh, Xbox CFO Tim Stewart reportedly said supply chain issues that have been affecting the game's market will likely continue throughout the year. As Nate said before, suck at anybody that told him the chip shortage was ending. You know what's getting cheaper, though? You heard what I said. Number graphics five. cards. Yeah, but then there's a 40 series that's uh, supposedly coming and supposedly won't have issues. Haha, <laughs> good jokes. Number five, <laughs> Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, has been pushed to 2023. Uh, understandably so. It is a Ukraine developer. Yep. Who half of them, I believe, are now serving in the army. Kind of like a weirdly chilling video. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, hey, I'm the community manager. I need to go shoot somebody. Yeah, they're all wearing like plate armor and carrying around AR-15s or AKs or whatever they're using. But I mean, hey, power to them. Gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. Number six, the UK Competition and Markets Authority. 
or CMA, and that is not Country Music Awards, announced that it intends to investigate Apple and Google for their influence on the mobile market. It alleges that the tech firms hold a monopoly over mobile browsing and that the iPhone maker has restrictions over cloud gaming on its platform. Okay, cool. The UK doesn't water understand how... Water is wet. That you've, not only <laughs> is water wet, but they also don't understand how browsing works. <laughs> Browse all the things. Have you heard of, I don't know, these other 75 browsers? Yeah. That's got to be like a really weird way of defining something. Like when they just say browsing, they mean like just surfing the internet on mobile phones. So Android and therefore iPhone are the two mar- massive ones, no matter how you do it on them. I mean, it could be like what they what the EU did to Microsoft with um, Internet Explorer, where like Windows and EU they have to offer you it offers you multiple browsers as an option when you load up Windows for the first time. Yeah, maybe you can have like Safari being built in or Chrome yeah. being built in. I guess. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, rip to Internet Explorer. Yeah, true. Officially true. dead. That apparently, like, there was still a shit ton of people in, like, Japan and a couple other countries that are still using it. I mean, it sounds about right. It's basically baked into the system it, until, like, 11, it's not. It's no longer baked in, but it's still in 10. Like, you can load up Internet Explorer unless you've actually somehow managed to kill it. Just seems bizarre because, like, it still defaults to Edge in 10, doesn't it? It does now. It defaults to it, but it's still there. Yeah. Because it was, they had an issue with their design of Windows where IE was being leveraged like internally yeah like so there's if i yeah i've run into it at work before because i try to automate things and windows constantly wants to use internet explorer when you want to use like a browser essentially i don't know why it's a weird thing but you can force it to do other things but uh i'm not gonna teach you it things for a company that i don't do it for (laughs) It's fine if I want to figure it out. I could, but it's not. There's no reason to. So yeah. it's always like, oh yeah, hey, do you know how to do so and so? And I'm like, yeah, I know how to do it. All right, so how do you do it? I'm like, I'm not your company's IT department. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling you how to do that because I'm not getting in trouble. Number seven, King announced that it's purchased AI software developer Pelitarian. Who? With the acquisition, the mobile game firm intends to increase its use of AI and machine learning in its games. Uh, so in case you're curious, that is an ABK purchase now, and therefore an Activision Blizzard purchase, mm-hmm. and therefore Microsoft, Microsoft. <laughs> and therefore the world. <laughs> a rumor, Avalanche Studios is currently working on a roguelike game. Keep an eye out for that. Number nine, Call of Duty developer Infinity Ward may be working on an open world RPG per a recent job ad. That would be weird when Modern Warfare 2 is literally coming out in a few months. Uh, number 10, Sonic Frontiers will take 20 to 30 hours to finish or 100 plus to complete. So if you want to run around in Breath of the Wild really fast, well, there you go. Number 11, Digimon Survive release date confirmed to be July 29. Why is that on this? Do e- Are either of us Digimon fans? Nope. All right. What the fuck? Apparently, I mean, I, I appreciate the meme, though. Uh, number 12, apparently Neil Blomkamp is working on the Gran Turismo movie, and it'll be released in 2023. Here's the current plot tagline. Based on a true story, the film is the ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of Nissan competitions to become an actual professional professional race car driver. I'm not watching that. 
Yeah, I don't I don't understand how this is going to be made that, interesting. That, that immediately made me not want to watch it. Number 13. Sony is reportedly working on a PS5 Pro controller. Huh, that's weird. Why did they use Pro before? Huh. Suspicious. I can't wait for them to announce the PS5 Pro controller alongside the PS5 Pro console when they drop the PSVR 2 all within the same month. Ugh. World War One multiplayer FPS is Anzo. <laughs> will launch on September 13th. That would be the uh, Verdun Makers next game. Mm-hmm. Fallout 5 will follow Elder Scrolls 6. We already talked about that, so uh, Creation Engine better get spinning. Pokemon Snap is the next N64 game to be added to Switch Online on June 24th. Funny they're adding this after they've already remade Pokemon Snap. And number 17, Diablo 4. Level cap is 100, and the campaign length is 35 hours. Nate is op- skeptical. Optimistic was the wrong word. Skeptical is the right one. Anyway, it's been seven days. What you want to Um, You know, watching the normal stuff. Kenobi, trying to catch up on the boys. I uh, am behind on the boys now. I've only seen two episodes. I think think i'm in three or i'm at the end of two i don't remember the um anime thing of course uh what did i did i play anything this week i did hop into sniper elite and replay the first mission oh um to were you looking figure out things? some no i wanted to try out some of the other guns we had and then I also wanted to uh, figure out troubleshoot an issue I was having with um, my wireless mouse. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Yeah. Word. Got nothing else. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been doing a little bit of the wow, you know, pick things up. Shoot them, heal them, put them down. That's fair. Uh, slowly getting back on the workout train. Yuck. Uh, played my last volleyball for the last couple months here, probably. For the next couple months. I might I might play pickup or something, but mm-hmm. my scheduled volleyball is, is done for now. Which I'm... I want to play more, but I also don't at the same time. I'm in like that weird... Where I I don't want to play at some of the places that I know I could play at. So yeah. it's just kinda of like but I'm also not torn up about not playing. Like mm-hmm. all right, I just switch my physical activity to like working out and I'll be alright. Um So I worked out this week and I think I pulled something I felt felt really sore, so I delayed my workout until tomorrow. I'll work out tomorrow and then go from there. Not that again, this matters to anybody, but if I don't tell you I won't keep myself accountable. Um I'm the opposite. I generally have a better success rate if I don't tell people what I'm doing. I have a better success rate for more important things if I do that. Mm. Smaller things like this, I like need to tell somebody because then they'll kind of usually I'll have a thing around it. But if it's like a a big thing, like mm-hmm. like my trip was, yeah, you're the only person that knew. Nobody else knew. Mm-hmm. Nobody else still knows. Like I don't <gasps> keep no, that under wrap. No, people. Nah, they don't know. But there's there's stuff like that. Like I just nope, nope. Anything like that stays with me because 
I'm not speaking my own failures into the world mm. uh, on things that actually I deem matter. Uh, started playing, or well, we played Sniper Elite before. We haven't played it since, so or you have, or I haven't. So we need to get back into that. Started uh, Shredder's Revenge. Played the first map of that, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm right there. Right back in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did some races in Gran Turismo this week. Little vroom vroom. I'm like, I'm having an inner turmoil with Gran Turismo because, like, I want to play it, but I don't want to play it on the controller, but I don't have the room for sim stuff, like steering wheels and stuff like that. So or the stuff that you've ordered. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> which is the other issue. You have it. Or could have it i well i have i have the steering wheel i didn't i ended up ordering anything else because i was just like i don't i literally don't have any place to put it so it's like that's the only thing i i again almost got annoyed at myself earlier today because i was racing i think it was the second race i was doing Mm -hmm. and i and i just had that zoolander moment what is this a steering wheel for ants (laughs) (laughs) uh but i don't know it's it's whatever you know figure it out at some point in life but yeah, that, I mean that's really it. You know, finally got the lawnmower back, so I actually get to. I I I don't normally look forward to mowing the lawn, but I'm looking forward to mowing the lawn this weekend. I think it's gonna be. I don't think it's super hot this weekend. No, so I think it's you supposed be to be. Right. It's supposed to be pretty just chill, and I get to just sit there and listen to. It might be a little Geralt try to catch up, because uh, I think I'm halfway through or a third of the way through the final book. Or second to last, second to last book, mm-hmm. Tower of Swallows, not okay. uh, Lady of the Lake. Um, so yeah, making progress there, and yeah, it'll be good, good time. So yeah, that's all I got. Anything else? I got none. All right, well, we'll see you guys in seven days. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.